Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. Mm-hmm. We're between a rock and a hard place. I mean, we found the onk. It's fine. Ah, it's going to be trapped. If we ever talk with Chisisek again, we're going to have to be like, dude, You really? definitely underplayed how dangerous this place was. <laughs> I don't think he did. He said assume every place was bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he could have been like, yeah, and once you get in there, don't forget to keep going down. <laughs> could have saved us a whole episode, just a sec. Well, he's been dead a long time. <laughs> it might have been a test. He's like, if they can figure that out, they'll be worthy to start my At machine. least we're past the part where we were like in teeny tiny little corridors trying to do combat. That was not fun. Well, I mean, you're still in a five foot wide corridor. I'm really assuming that in the remaining 15 feet before Sudi gets into the room with the Ankh, there's not a trap because Citra would be sitting on it. Who knows? I haven't checked yet. <laughs> you start checking and that's what triggers the trap. When last we left our heroes, the doorkeepers had descended deeper into the lantern vault in search of the lantern, the titular lantern of the lantern vault. The Ankh of Activation. You're never given the name of the uh, the thing you're looking for. You're just told the source of the Sekrafir's power is found within a complex on the northern uh, side of the Earthworks. And it was complex. Called the Tekra Minute. Mm. Yeah, so you found a... Uh, you. Well, you descended down beneath the lantern vault. You began to explore these various naturally formed tunnels, or maybe naturally formed at the very least. They looked naturally formed, resplendently glowing in uh, green, <laughs> like this, this witch fire across the surrounding walls. But yeah, was full of ghosts. Lots and lots of ghosts from all the people that had previously died down here. Mm-hmm. Of which there were must or of which there must have been a ton. There were. We walked on them. You'd battled against the various ghosts, making your way deeper and deeper, including what seemed to have been an actual uh, ghost ghost or at the form of a uh, a geist. Yep. Not a ghost. He was not cool. No, he wasn't. He was a jerk. Yep. Especially if we hadn't had that spell, it would have been a real pain fighting him. Mm. Oh, yeah, Force Anchor. That was cool. Yeah, Force Anchor that saved our butts. very smart. Yep. Everyone loves the classic uh, incorporeal spring attack. No. Oh, no, it's so bad. I assume talk so. About, we'll talk about that more in the after party. <laughs> you had, however, continued on, and uh, I believe, let's go ahead and just pick up where we left off, where you had eventually found the naturally formed cavern down here gave way to warped stone once again, and you had made your way forward, Citra being the uh, the foremost in the group could fully see into the room, the rest of the party just kind of peering around Citra's shoulders, glancing past, seeing that, at the very least, there's some sort of pillar or something towards the center of the room. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You had seen a chamber, about 25 feet in width, about 30 feet in overall length, uh, with a ceiling overhead at about 30 feet high. A hand-sized glowing golden onk with a polished blue sapphire inset in its center rests on a stand atop a circular dais of black stone in the middle of the room. A square podium made from the same black stone and level in height with the onk stands just to the side of the dais. A long-legged chest made of golden wood sits against the wall off towards your left atop a low stone slab. The top of the chest is carved with the image of a winged scarab and the ceiling above is hidden by a brilliant glow, casting the entire of this room into almost daylight. I'm not wrong. You did describe this chest as long-legged, right? Yes. It's kind of one of those, like, if, you, if you've ever seen depictions of the treasures from, like, King Tut's tomb, where it's yeah, got the chest, okay. but they have, like, the really long legs, so it almost yeah. looks like a, uh, um, what am I thinking of? Like, a dressing? Like, oh, see, what I'm picturing is, like, those tables that you put behind couches. Hmm. A side table. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, but except it's like a chest with yeah. legs like that. Like a that. chest on top of it, yeah. Yeah, there are, there's a lot of them in the Egyptian tombs and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure they Some, have I just, a proper I just thought name. long-legged was a weird description for a chest, and, <laughs> and then, then now it makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yep. And then it opens up like the Dark Souls mimics. It's a, it's a mimic! <laughs> Those long legs are moving. But yeah, we'd left off with uh, Citra perched at the entryway leading into the room. I don't see anything immediately. There is a glowy onk on top of a black stone, another black stone, and a tall chest with very cool carvings. Anything magic in there? I shall detect magic. Look at you go. Everything. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. 
Um, uh, the There are numerous magical auras along the walls which seem to be part of this light. There's a powerful, uh, either that a single powerful or numerous magical auras from above, basically forming the ceiling overhead where you can see that it's basically lost in this haze of light. The entirety of the chest off towards your left is magic. The pillar that the Ankh is set upon is magic. Podium next to the pillar that the Ankh is set upon is magic. And the Ankh itself is radiating overwhelming magic. Um, everything. All right, that's probably a Hakatep room, right? You can uh, concentrate so. if you want to identify the number of magical ores. Chesasek was also a very powerful wizard. Yeah, but he didn't mostly make stuff that was... He made, like, doodads and clockworks and whatnot. Are any of the things moving? I don't think so. <laughs> Watch the legs closely. <laughs> See if they start doing a jig. Okay, so if if there is no trappy things within ten feet of me, we all shuffle forward. I I am going to shuffle. You detect magical traps, a few right? More feet forward. Yeah, she, she does. Rogue. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. You step into the room. Go ahead and roll me a perception roll. Uh oh. Add in your trap finding bonus while you're at it. It's gonna uh. be that light trap, and we should have sent Sudi. Didn't roll great. Uh, I rolled a seven for a thirty. And that's not great, audience. Yeah, looks clear. It seems clear, but I think we should continue being careful. I mean, there's a bunch of unknown magic. We should probably identify it before we go any further. Well, I have to be able to see it. Well, then Sudi can stay in the hallway. Sudi would like to stay yeah. in the hallway. Hollis continues <laughs> floating. Sudi's waiting for that ghost to rematerialize behind him. Sudi, the one person who's wearing the mask and would probably be fine if some sort of horrible trap went off in here. Oh, good point. Yeah, Sudi will step into the room. <laughs> okay. Maybe I can stop the inevitable demise of the, our party that's possibly going to happen. Who knows? I'm still flying. That's all I'm saying. Is if it has anything to do with touching the floor, <laughs> If it's a pressure not. trap, I don't trigger it. <laughs> you make your way into the room. Again, the, the light from the central pedestal is brilliant, matched only by the light from overhead. Again, the entirety of this room just seems to radiate both light and magic. Interestingly enough, however, again, the, the walls are covered in these depictions. Uh, in many of these cases, cases, this recurrent depiction of just the sun disk. Not even a deity associ associated with the sun disk, just the sun disk. That's a little odd. The only quote-unquote deific thing that you can see related to any of the rest of this are there are numerous depictions of what appear to be dung beetles uh, along the edges of the room, which you believe should, uh, for any of those of you who can take 10 on a knowledge religion and get a 20, which I think mm -hmm. is a number of you. I cannot. You would be aware that the dung beetle is basically, uh, I can't remember the specific name of that one, because there are a couple of them, but a part of Ra's journey is just before he returns back from the dead to basically rise again in the east. A dung beetle comes along and like bundles up. I want to say it's actually even his previous dead body and then lights it on fire and turns it into a sun because oh. that's what dung beetles do. Okay. They make balls. Well, <laughs> balls of flammable gonna, material. Yes. Masika's gonna look at this onk and try to figure out how it connects to the other chamber up above. Okay. I'm gonna do some identifying of some magical things. You'll have a moment to step in. Citra curiously looking over the onk. I imagine, you know, taking off her hat, wiping her forehead, putting the hat back on, pulling out a bag, checking to make sure it's the right weight as she looks oh, over gosh. the, uh, the dais. <laughs> no, I don't imagine you're actually doing any of that. I was like, what? I assume I'm still on the alert for other traps. <laughs> we're, we're still waiting for the magic to start pulsing and electrocuting us all, or burning us all, or mm. aciding us all. Go ahead and give me a perception roll from the party. Yeah. Uh oh. Hollis rolls an 11 for a 24. Sudi rolls an 18 for a 41. Uh, Masika rolls a 10 for a 17. Uh, Narma rolls a 3, and I believe. Yep, that gets him a 21. Sid rolled an 11 for a 28. You step in. Hollis, you whisper off a detect magic. Kind of squint your eyes against the blaring brightness of this central onk, which is obviously radiating deific level magic. Begin to concentrate. Citra eyes it nervously, looks towards the other things. Subconsciously, metanologically, considers the fact that she made a perception roll for traps and uh, didn't notice anything. Masika steps forward, begins curiously looking over this, probably cocking her head and looking somewhat, frowning somewhat with disappointment when she doesn't hear the soft clicking sound of clockworks. <laughs> yeah, seriously thought. Masika, you are distracted. The rest of you, however, notice a slight breeze. 
Uh-oh. It's only momentary. As you feel this kind of this gush of air against your back from the doorway that you came through. Not really a like breeze breeze, but almost as if someone had shut a door firmly. Oh, oh no. crud. Sudi has just a couple seconds to look over at this, look down, see where you'd step through, and then see that there's an area of the floor about two feet thick where the dust has displaced outwards, as if something had dropped invisibly directly through the doorway. No way, an invisible door? Then it Bad starts to happen. get bright. Yep. Crap. Very, very bright. And I'll need initiative from the party. Ah, crud. All right, whoever goes before me, grab that dang onk. Oh, I might go first. That's bad. I really don't want to go first. Now you're going to beat me. Well, if there's something in the doorway, we can't get out anyway. I have a teleport and another dimension door. That's true. Yeah, I don't want to get speared with light or something. So, Hollis Starkweather. 20 for a 27. Sudikantar. Uh, Sudi rolls an 11 for a 14. Masika of the Beckon. One for a four. Ooh! Citra Nahamra. Citra roll an 18 for a 24. All right. Apparently I can roll the initiative. So, so are we literally going to grab, the, grab the onk, teleport out, and be like, mission accomplished? Because that kind of feels like where we're at. Mm. Well, if it's possible. We don't know possible. what else is in that other chest that we might need and everything else. So. Well, we can come back. It's more, I don't want to be skewered by light. Oh, we gotta. We have to come back anyway to bury the bodies so that the um, spirit would be at rest. The guys. We don't have to go that far to get out of this room. An invisible wall that is genius. This is where the other group should have brought the hunter in the dark. <laughs> Hollis. <laughs> yeah, first initiative. I oh, need to roll two fortitude saves. Okay. Oh, that's not a good start at all. Let me go ahead and roll a nat one for a. An <laughs> eight. Oh no! There's the other end of the spectrum from that. And nat a 20 nineteen initiative. for a. Tw- 26. Chaos dice. So, Hollis, you have enough time to look back, go, oh crap, turn back around before the light in this room becomes painful and literally blinding as they sear into your retina and everything Uh goes white. Oh my gosh. That's not great. I've been blinded a lot down here, y'all. Um. If also pertinent, because I will give this to Hollis, since mm-hmm. uh, Hollis and Masika were both detecting magic, correct? Yep. Yeah, because I was looking at the onk. Uh, whatever is causing this is not magical. Uh-oh. Like, nothing has, like, no new magic has appeared in this room. All right. Um, Hollis is going to continue enacting her plan, which was to move where she thinks she's kind of in the center of everyone, and then be like, somebody tell me when you have grabbed the onk, and I will get us out of this room. And I think I should still be able to touch you. All right. So and then Hollis I'll slides to, off to the side. To dispel that, or to, to dimension door. Hollis ready to dimension door. Citra Nahamra. You'll need to make two fortitude saves. And grab the Ankh if you're not blinded. Okay, that's a... That is a 19 for a 31. Okay. And a 16 for a 28. Yeah, you shield your eyes against this. You know, probably regretting not buying additional magical eye coal, considering how <laughs> useful that's been on numerous occasions. No, I should have remembered. Need some really cool, like, Matrix sunglasses. Yes. I, oh, I guess oh, the trick grabs for the og. There okay. we go. Yeah, you have your, your vision. You have your sight and everything I else. I know. I'm just afraid that there's going to, there's like something else here that I haven't gotten to detect yet. Okay, grab I'm the you have to tell me you grabbed it. I know, I'm waiting for him to tell me that I'm, like, losing my hand or something. You reach out, grab onto the onk. Heft it. Uh, it is four pounds. It's actually pretty hefty wow. as you Dang. lift this thing up. Solid. Uh, grabbing onto the, the hoop at the top, almost like, again, almost like a lantern itself as you grab onto it and pull it back towards you. The moment you grab it, uh-oh. It flares to brighter radiance. Oh, gosh. As you kind of blink this away, you feel this tingling sensation running up your arm. Yeah, that's it. You feel the humming power of this thing in your hand. I've got it. Dimension door. And I've got to touch everybody. It just says creatures touched. Do I have a mischance on that? 
Which means, yes, you would have a 50% mischance on every person, I think. Yeah, I don't really want to leave people behind. I touch Hollis. Okay, okay sister just... grabs on the Everybody Hollis. touch me! <laughs> Hands in! <laughs> so yeah, Hollis extends her one hand out. Just kind of <laughs> holds a hand out and then waits for everyone to, to grab her hand. Are you just putting us back in the hallway? I was thinking that big room where the dead guy was. Oh, I don't okay. want to splinch anybody. Two figures descend through the glowing light that is the ceiling of this room. Figures! People! Each of these creatures are surrounded by a nimbus of near-blinding light. Cool! To the point that it is nearly impossible to look directly at them. Not so cool! Well, when you're blind, it doesn't matter. (sighs) Each of these strange creatures looks like something akin to an emaciated child. Both of them have long, spindly hands, thin, emaciated frames that just look like pure black against the white that surrounds them in this holy nimbus. Each of them stares down with these oddly elongated faces, their mouths open and beams of light shooting from their open mouths as they descend down. Each of their eyes almost seemingly like holes in space, but filled with white instead of black. Not so cool. Uh, the first one just floats down. It's currently flying at a height of 30 feet. I believe we have been spotted, everyone. There's the a little second one point ab- above all of our heads. Floats down. As it looks down upon all of you, the light around it refracts. Fudge. Turning into the scintillizing array of prismatic colors oh, as it crud. rushes over the room. Oh, crud. I'm blind. Oh, crud. Am I immune to this? <laughs> oh, fudge pattern of spinning colors weaves through the air. Whoa. What level are you guys? 13. 13. So yeah, there's a rainbow pattern of colors that washes over all of you, seemingly to no effect. Oh, I'm missing the cool light show. The two creatures seem to glance between one another for a moment. One of them nods as if they share some unspoken communication before they turn back down towards all of you. Great. Time for the big guns. Cool looking. Horrifying monsters. Yep, fun times. There's definitely a theme to this place. Yes, blindness. Light that can kill you. (laughs) That too. You're not safe in the light. From these two, we go to Sudikantar. Go ahead and make me two fortitude saves. Ah, lame. Okay, well, my good roll is I rolled a five for a 21. My bad roll is I rolled a natural one for a 17. So nighty night, everybody. Yeah, you see these things. You start, you go, oh, colors, and then, you know, you look back up as the colors have no effect on you, and then just searing into your eyes, everything goes white. I guess Sudi will just go, well, I'm blind too, and then look up imperiously at them, and uh, in his best, like, pharaoh, pharaoh voice, cease your attack on us at once. I am your pharaoh. Sudi, you feel almost this painful stabbing behind your eyes, like the onset of a migraine. Ow. Before a voice in your head states simply, you walk in the light, non-believer. All right, good news, everybody. The religious fanatics, let's get out of here. All right, well, touch me. Sudi's so, gonna scramble to try to touch Alice. <laughs> I've got two chances at this. Yep, two <laughs> chances at this. Here we go. Ah, 95. I'm good. All right. You grab onto, you think, Hollis, or maybe Citra, you're not positive. I grabbed onto somebody, so there's Oh, there's okay. That. All right. All right. Masika of the Beckon. I will need a fortitude save. Just one? I will need two. Just from you, though. Narmer looks on imperiously. <laughs> Narmer's immune. Uh, I roll a 13, which gets me a 21. And then I roll an 18 for a 26. Yeah, your eyes sear as everything just goes into a field of white as you stumble back looking up at these things. You saw them long enough to make a uh, knowledge of the planes. I don't have any knowledge of the planes. Nope. Well, nuts. These Wait, DCs are I real the high, only y'all. non-blind one? Yes. Yep. Should I just teleport us away, or do you want to go somewhere else in here? I mean, I'm blind, so I we're going to have to get out of here. Okay. We're going to fix that. Uh, all right, uh, weird, creepy things. I, I am Masika of the Beckon Chisisek's niece. Can you please go away? 
please, possibly. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. You feel a se- similar searing pain, and then you didn't hear what Sudi heard previously, but the statement that you walk in the light. Non-believer. You probably have to follow, like, Horus or somebody. You probably have to follow Set. Well, no, Set is the darkness. Yes, but then why are you upset? Why are they upset we're walking in the light? Oh, they're upset we're walking in the light. <laughs> Sorry, yes. miss that. That. All right. Well, I inflection. roll an eight and then an eleven on my percentiles. I do not touch Hollis. No, Masika. <laughs> can I try to touch Masika? <laughs> you can try to touch. Mas- You'll have a move action before you do your. your uh, I took a walk step thing. I don't know oh, if you can you, five foot step. You technically ready. speaking, your turn is next, Hollis. Yeah, so, so your ready you action just... did not go off. Oh, okay, yeah. great. I'm gonna try to touch Masika. All right. Mm-hmm. 62, is that enough? Yep, yes. you grab 100%. onto Masika. You think it's Masika. I uh, hope this is you, Masika. You feel a metallic flipper slap onto your arm and then like wrap oh, okay. around your arm like a one of those snap bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, all right, now I'm here, okay. I'm here. Uh, then I guess... I'll bridge the gap. Um, Please take us back to the front. How deep are we? I have to think about if we're deep enough that Dimension Door will work or not. Oh, if only we you were a dwarf deep. with depth sense. I know, I know right? this would be the perfect dwarf time. You just give me the distance and height that you want to go, and I'll let you know what happens. All right, I am actually going to teleport instead. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I am going to try to picture in my mind the weird circular room um, where oh. the aunt goes. That's the most, like weird thing that I can picture, I think. Oh, I thought you were going to think here. about the entrance to this place. I just didn't have really have like a... Yeah, I didn't have really a defining a, feature. Yeah, yeah Hollis that would be, have been more interested in the weird magic yeah, thing. Yeah, the weird magic room. Yeah. So I'm going to try to picture that and move us there with my teleport. Okay, so go ahead and roll oh. percentile. I'm going to put this as seen casually. It's not viewed once because you weren't just walking through. Okay. But studied carefully implies a place that you've been on numerous occasions and know well. All right, well, I rolled another 62, and I don't know if that's good enough or bad enough or whatever. So you call upon your magic energies, step to the side. There is a shunting sensation. Again, there's the feeling of your stomach dropping out. You anticipate that world flashing before your eyes, although, again, you see nothing. There's this jolt of air and displacement around you as Citra catches herself. Masika rams her shin into the side of this stone platform and you stumble free. Uh, Citra, are we in the rat room? Are we in that big circle room? We are indeed in the big circle room. Is this where we were meant to be? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sudi starts like rubbing at his eye. I'm hoping this is temporary. He's doing the little cat thing where they where they like make a fist and then rub their eyes. Yeah, pretending to be Hakatep didn't work and saying your Jesus no. sex niece didn't work, so They seem to be some kind Fine. of religious zealots. They called us non believers. Hmm. When they, they spoke in my head. Oh, I was about to say I don't remember them speaking. Yeah, they did the same thing to me. I think they uh I think we have to follow Set to get them to leave us alone. Well, when we go back to deal with them, which I assume we're gonna wanna do, let's just prepare for I don't know. Blind and lot. I don't know if they blinded us, though. It could have been something else in the room. Well, Does I mean, anybody know any... what those were? I mean, I didn't this see might have been... Oh, y'all can't... Or you, I mean, this might have been it. I can't... Well, I can see if... I have the ability to make myself see again, but I just want to wait for a few seconds to see if I need to blow my <laughs> six-level spell on myself. Uh, also, can't, can't you still detect... Oh, no, it's overwhelming magic. You can't tell what it's doing. Well, and... Whatever caused us to be blind, there wasn't a new magic aura in there. So it's either that thing, the thing you're holding, I imagine, Citra, because you keep pretending you're, you're talking like you're holding something. I'm uh, holding or the young. it was them. Considering they, I don't know, it seemed like they were bright, maybe. I don't know, I didn't see them. We had to make rolls before they started descending, though, is the thing. So we couldn't even see them. So unless But it they wasn't have... a surprise attack round. No, that's me yeah. meta. Anyway. Does our sight come back after we stand here for a few seconds or minutes? How long's a few seconds or minutes? Mm. We, we just we just hear a woo as they're coming up the, they're the not gonna come place to, to come get us. We don't know. <laughs> we stole the onk. They might come get us. You don't know. Well, how long do you want to wait in here? Five minutes. 
Okay, five minutes. We wait five minutes to see if any of us get our sight back. And Hollis counts the every second for the entire five minutes, and it's really obnoxious. Except maybe Narber also enjoys counting, and we have a fun time. I feel like that's a Narber thing. One, two, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> cool. Go ahead and make a perception roll. Uh, Even that's the blind a bad sign. People? Even the blind people. Uh, that's <laughs> it's the prob- blind they're people. probably okay. coming after us. Narmer's okay. going to be my seeing eye familiar for a minute. It's okay. I'm here for you. <laughs> I roll a 13 for a 26. Do I get my danger sense? Sure. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. I'm going to be using the six level spell, um, y'all. I uh, roll a 12 for a 35. Masika rolls a 7 for a 14, but Narmer rolls a 16, which gets him a 34. Go Narmer. Okay. I rolled a 13 for a 34. So, all of you stand here for a long moment. Wait, wait. Not getting to five minutes. Uh-oh. 42 seconds later. <laughs> 42 All of you seconds. hear a stone grinding sound for a moment, like the distant sound of the statues moving before suddenly stopping. Oh, Citra, nuts. you turn and notice the light in the hallway beginning to grow brighter. Gotta be kidding me. They can Sitikantar. sense where the Ankh is. Or they something. can sense where the Ankh is? Really? I guess there's only one way they could have gone. But whatever. I can't sense anything. Do I hear it or anything? You heard the stone movement, and that was it. And Citra is the only one that sees the light growing brighter. I heard the sound of the stone uh, guardians moving. They're coming. Oh, Cyrus. We're going to have to fight them blind. I don't, I don't got nothing. Maybe if we just stick the Ankh in the thing and activate it, they'll leave us alone. Yeah, but we don't know exactly how that works. Yeah, we don't know how to do that. We'd be taking a huge risk. Everyone go ahead and make me a wisdom check. Uh, give me a plus two bonus for uh, Hollis. Oh, I rolled a 15 for a 17 because Hollis has no wisdom of her own. I rolled a nine for a 14. I rolled a 13 for a 20. I rolled a 17 for an 18. Okay. So everyone but Sudi realizes this. Pretty much <laughs> as Hollis begins to state that, Assuming, as you believe, especially because there's an onk-shaped impression on the top of the stone, the exact same size as the onk that you're now holding, you did teleport yourself to the only place that you could use the onk that you just stole. So they might not be able to sense where the onk is, but they seem to have a rudimentary enough intelligence to realize where you would be going with it. I mean, they spoke to us, so they know words, so they're smart enough to speak. They're smart enough to probably figure out where we went. We should have gone to a less obvious place. I uh, didn't Sudi, know any doing? places. Yeah, that was uh, the only Sudi. one we had. Doesn't even know where he is. Sudi will delay saying, all right, Citra, I can buy you some time. Just where's the door? You stay. No, no, no. I mean, like, I'll guard the door. You can't see. I'm guarding the door. I can hear just fine. You protect them. Did Sudi finally take blind fighting? Wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Uh, that would have been perfect right now, but no, I didn't. I know that there's supposed to be a flying theme in this adventure path, but it really feels like there's a blinding it's theme. It's really a blinding theme, for sure. <laughs> it's flying and blinding. All right, what is Sudi doing? Is Citra not going to point him in the right direction? No, Citra is going to stand in this doorway and bottleneck and save her friends. Okay, well then Sudi is going to ready to attack if he, for some reason, hears these random flying things come within range of him. Okay. Masika of the Beckon. Narmer, I need you to lead me to Sudi. Okay. So you'll want to turn precisely 47 degrees in a counterclockwise direction. Masika turns. And then you'll need to step forward 3.9 meters. Masika takes a five-foot step. I like that Rick knew what a five-foot step was in meters, by the way. Did we give him a hero point for that? No, because he'll use it to kill us. 3.1 meters is not a five-foot step. 3.9 meters. Three is very difficult to share with this action. Just tell me when to stop, Narmer. I'm sorry, I'm metric. I forgot. That is 12.7953 feet. So Masika will move till she's next to okay, keep Sudi. Going, keep going, keep going, uh-huh. keep going. Excuse us, Shetra. Keep going. All right, shot. Now where is he? Now you want to turn precisely 45 degrees counterclockwise. Okay. And then extend your hand and then reach forward 0.2 meters. 
All right, I'm gonna make a 50% mischance to touch Sudi. I get a 77 and cast heal. You get all your hit points back and you're oh, not blinded. Oh, I can see, baby. <laughs> nice. It also gets rid of any uh, other ability damage you might have left. And if you are confused, dazed, dazzled, deafened, diseased, exhausted, fatigued, feeble-minded, insane, nauseated, poisoned, sickened, or stunned. Now say that ten times fast. <laughs> uh, I can see again, <laughs> and I regained the missing like thirteen hit points that I had. <laughs> there you go. Sight hey, returns to city. That's something I'm about to get blinded again, unless I'm just somehow immune to that. I don't look over know going, if it's... Oh crap! Hollis is standing in the doorway. <laughs> what? And then you shove her. Oh gosh. Um, okay, I'd like to reintroduce it's the not initiative, your... please. You ready? You ready? Oh dang it! That's right. Yeah, you're stuck. Well, hey, at least I can see them now to punch them. So there's that. Hollis Starkweather. I got like a 34. You're still going in initiative. It was just to notice them coming. Oh, I was about yeah, to was, yeah, the 34 the was a perception check to notice them. Then we rolled initiative. This isn't second edition. We're not rolling perception for initiative. Oh, no, we're still in initiative order. Yeah, we didn't re-roll. It's true. It just took them eight rounds to get to you or 42 seconds, whichever you prefer. Yeah. Uh, so Hollis says, all right, seconds, this, was. you owe me this one and casts cleanse, which is a divine spell that I got for taking faith magic this level, cool. okay. which removes blindness, cures 48 plus whatever hit points. <laughs> It does a lot of really great stuff, but it makes me not blinded anymore. Wait, but you can cast off the cleric list. Just this one spell. This one spell. And just myself. What a good spell to have. Yeah. Cleanse is a self-only spell anyway. Yeah, yeah I just know, know, a lot like, of... What a perfect spell to have taken. So yeah, you focus on your divine font of magic, call upon Nethys, fill this flood of energy roll through you. Oh, Lord. All you right. regain your sight and have a headache. I don't love this and I'm in the door. I'm going to move. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so then I'll uh, take a step to the other side of Citra yeah. out of the door. Oh, give me the onk. Can I take the onk with the move action? I'll take it out of your hand so you can stab people better. <laughs> That's important. Stabbing is important. If we don't, I'll get blinded again. Can I state that I'm averting my gaze from the doorway? Are you averting your gaze or closing your eyes? Averting my gaze. Okay. Citra Nahamra. Citra would like to move 10 feet forward uh, to block the doorway coming in. Okay. And then I would like to ready that if one of these creepy emaciated things come near me. Oh, I also drew my second kukri in this motion <laughs> so that I have two kukris ready to go, readying ah. that if they come at me, I shall stab at thee. All right. That brings us to the creatures. It gets brighter. Time to find out how fast they are. I imagine pretty fast they found us in eight rounds. Let me go make a perception roll for them. Ooh, Jesus, they are perceptive. They also uh -oh. know where they're going. I mean, yeah, that's uh, it. was more to hear you guys talking of what they did. Well, we had to do some coordination. The light grows brighter outside. City Contar, you're ready to action to not go off. Okay, I'm trying to see if I have literally anything that might be of use. I can activate my boots to fly. I can jump in my bag of holding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's what's helpful. I have an ever-burning torch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got nothing, y'all. Um, if I had some time, I could summon a sphinx. <laughs> But That's now is cool. not the time. I'm going to delay until they get up here, and then I can run in there and hopefully wail on them. Sudi delays. Masika of the Beckon. Hey, Masika, Harlish can she too. Masika's going to cast Call Lightning, which is her whole round. All right, Narma, remember when we fought that ugly snake <laughs> thing and you were my targeting system? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do recall this. We need to do that again. All right. Hold on. <laughs> he reaches up his flippers and begins to, like, adjust his, like, little eyeballs. <laughs> So, yeah. Switching to inch to kill. <laughs> <laughs> Which we don't discourage. We're not Spider-Man. From there, Hollis Starkweather. All right. Hollis is going to step back behind Citra. Okay. And ready in action to disintegrate the first of these weird light monsters she sees. Okay. I thought you were going to just slap that onk down on there. <laughs> so well, that's good. I don't remember if Hollis knows how that works exactly. Disintegrating so is good. I figured disintegrating felt right in this situation. Well, and at this point, it seems like these things are going to just keep chasing us, so... Yeah. All that you were told was the source of the Secrefier's power is found within the complex on the northern side of the Earthworks called the Tecraminet. Once you've awakened the Kepsutanum, you then have to seek out the chamber of the Secrefier's within a second complex. Yeah, so I don't want to mess with that right now. I'm just going to ready to disintegrate a, a fool. Hollis ready Bringing to disintegrate? Bringing out the big finger gun. Citra Nahamra. 
Citra would like to take a five foot step forward. All right. Uh, I would like to ready again. Citra steps forward and readies. Yep. I think a few things are going to happen at once here. <laughs> One of them glides down the hallway, sliding down towards you, uh, flying at a height of 10 feet, which means that you can stab up at it as it closes on you, reaching the corner. Sure. Don't think it's going to do it, though. That's only a three for uh, 20. A 20 will not strike your target. As you go, oh, God, and then swing up at it. It almost in equal surprise goes, oh, God, and kicks down at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this might be on the fence. That's a 21 to hit your touch AC. Yes, it, 21 will unfortunately hit. All right. So you take 19 points of fire damage as it kicks and burns you. Ooh, goodness. In addition Sorry, to that. how much? 19? 19. As its foot slams into you, you can feel like the impact, and then the spot where it hits you continues to burn with oh, almost great. this pulsating heat with every oh, beat of your heart. Fun. The next one will glide down. Hollis's oh. ready action goes off immediately. Yay. Disintegrate this is going to get fool. interesting. All right, so I rolled a 14 plus 6 plus uh, 24 to hit his touch AC. The ray streaks across the distance, hits this thing, or hits something next to it before rebounding back. Will a 24 hit Hollis's touch AC? What? Yes, it will. Oh, I will need no! you to make a fortitude save against whatever the fortitude save for your disintegrate is as it bounces oh, off of this thing no. and rebounds. Oh, before I die, could I know what this is? Your ready to action goes off, and then you can make take the action to make a knowledge check on the thing. All right, I rolled a 13, gets me a 20. This is a six level spell, which is a 23. So I fail my own fortitude save against oh, disintegrate. Yeah. Oh no. All right. Oh. So Hollis is maybe dead? God, I'm have a third character for this adventure path. No, no, okay. we have a raised dead. <laughs> she, she's um, disintegrated. Disintegrated. It disintegrated. It's miracle <laughs> oh, or wish. Yes. Yeah, oh. no, it's miracle or wish to get her back. <sighs> I think crack. true resurrection will work Maybe. Ooh. Oh God. Oh, the saves are so goddamn high. Yes, which is usually my favorite thing. <laughs> yep. Oh, God, there's so much math. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, so, so again, Citra, this green ray flashes over your head, probably filling you with this, all right, Hollis is in the fight before rebounding and shooting back past you. The suspense is killing me. I, know, I have so many dice to count. Me. I'm usually on the I don't have the suspense side of this. <laughs> I, I can't tell if that was a good giggle or a bad giggle. Neither can I. I take 86 points of damage and I'm still standing. Whoa! Oh my god! <laughs> Again! Yes! How, how many hit points does Hulls have left out of curiosity? Eight hit points left. She survived it again! I swear to God, Jessica, what is it with you and disintegrate? Hollis, the blast of... Harry! The blast of light slams into you as you feel searing pain as your magic begins to undo every molecule in your body. Oh, my God. Your left arm sears as ash falls from your flesh as you stumble back against the podium, feeling this blinding, searing pain through your body. There is a wild clucking coming from the satchel next to you. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <coughs> Ouch! Do I look like Nathus? <laughs> wow. The, what is this thing? <laughs> the creature. That was like oh. the best cook oh ever. Oh my god. Apparently Hollis's and my reaction is comedy to near death. Oh god. <laughs> Oh my god. Ah, jeez. Uh, Ow. The creature still has a standard action remaining. Oh, frick frack. Oh, gosh golly. Uh, Masika, Masika, it can reflect magic. Masika, it hurts. It hurt me a lot. <laughs> it will attack Citra as it extends a hand and a searing beam of fire shoots from it out Seriously? its outstretched palm. Rough. Uh, lancing across the distance with a 27 to hit your touch AC. Yeah. Oh are, boy. are we team hide? Because I, I, I kind of feel like we're team hide and run away. Yeah? No? I don't know. You keep <coughs> rolling and I don't like it. 
Citra taking 45 points of fire damage as the searing <laughs> beam oh lances into you and sends you stumbling back. Yeah, we're team What Had. are these things? We're team Had. Okay, we're team Had. I've got it in my brain now. City Contar. Well, I was going to finger of death, and I'm glad I didn't do that. Shoot it, don't finger of death. It is real bad. It's real bad. I, I literally was like, I'm going to pop out and finger of death, and it's going to be really cool. No, yeah. not anymore. Was not it, doing was that. Was that like a thing it had, like all the time? I don't know. We don't yeah. know. We know nothing about these things. Hollis, this is all happening within a matter of seconds. Hollis still hasn't had time to actually register what just hit her. As in, it has not gotten back around to Hollis's turn for her to start making any knowledge checks. Nope, it hurt, though. That's what I know about it. Oh God, all right, here we go. I am probably not go not going to feel good about this. All right, here we go. So I am gonna move into this place. Oh gosh, there they Sh are. Should. Hmm. Uh, five, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet exactly will put me basically past them out into the room uh, between them and the entrance to this place. Uh, okay. I would like to make an acrobatics to not provoke an attack of opportunity, moving at half speed. Okay. I am going to point out that if you do that, the likelihood of Hollis being able to dimension door your butt out is uh, significantly I was actually diminished. thinking a different plan for running away. Oh, a okay. less running type of running away. Is there a way to make them run, like maybe banishing them? <laughs> yes, but we'll see. We don't know their extra planner, though. Even Yeah, I don't, I don't know think. what they are yet. On Yikes. the plus side, if the banishment turns around, it's not going to do anything to me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> here. Banish me right home. But I was thinking, you know... Anyway, um, all right. I'll, um, I'll save okay, it. so I make an acrobatics roll. Here we go. Okay. I rolled a seven for a twenty-two. <laughs> they will each take their tax of opportunity. Go ahead and just uh, they can just go ahead and hit me. Hit me real Even good. Even if we run, they know we stole the onk to try to do something. They're just gonna hang out here and wait for us to come back. Probably. Yeah, but I'd like uh, to come back fresh. 20, 28 and thirty-eight, respectively. Uh, twenty-eight. No. Both of those are touch yes. attacks. Wow. Yes, both of those will hit me. Wow, this fight, y'all. And they're doing fire damage. I'm not even immune to that. Uh, that's 28 points of damage from the first one. From the first one? And 18 points of damage from the second. Oh, that's more reasonable. Both of these impacts begin burning beneath your skin as they strike you. Oh, hot, hot. It's very hot. All right, Sudi is going to use a swift action to get big. All right. So I will embiggen myself so that I can do maximum damage, and I'm probably you gonna take up the entire hallway as you stride out here, explode into a larger side. Yep, blocking the hallway. I will punch out at the one closest to me, which is basically across the hall from Citra. Uh, here we go. Are you kidding me? I rolled a natural one. Natural is one Tessa will automatically Jew miss. Is still sitting on the steps, by the way? He, he won't come, come in, in here. Yeah, yeah but we're by the door. So we need to run that. Oh, out. we can throw his. No, he doesn't have a returning thing. That's the other thing. <laughs> no, no, no. But we can draw them out to where he could help us. Can he? Just, they leave. Can he? You're He's not the guardian of this place. He may not be able to. You're not positive he can attack the other guardians. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Mm. Well, that was unfortunate. It was a bunch of damage that it took for no reason. Masika of the Beckon. Uh, Masika? Yes. Yeah, everyone's looking really bad. There's not anything I can do. I'm out of the channels because of all the ghosts. Well, Hollis looks seconds away from death. <laughs> well, Shitra doesn't look great. I can't see Shooty, but knowing Shooty, he's probably fine. Knowing Shooty, he's probably fine. Hollis just disintegrated herself. It hurt. Like 85% of disintegrated herself. Also, it looks like they can turn magic back on people, so. Maybe yep, considering my vulnerability to lightning, we avoid hitting them with lightning magic for the moment. I just, I don't, we need to figure out what these are because if they can reflect <laughs> all magic, that's ridiculous well, all the time. if I ever get a turn, I can know, but it's after you. <laughs> Where is Hollis? I mean, I can't see anything. If you turn 45 degrees counterclockwise, she is 0.2 meters. <laughs> if you reach your hand out 0.2 meters, she's right there. Uh, you, you know what would please me to no end if Google would help would help us do a sound set for navigation by Narmer. <laughs> In point so two miles, turn left on Prussian Road. <laughs> I'm able to touch Hollis, and that's my last heal. All right, you reach out, grab onto Hollis. Hollis, you heal. I think 130 hit points. Yep. You are the best. You are the best, Masika. <laughs> I like I liked it in the span of, of less than six seconds. You <laughs> poor body. disintegrate yourself and get fixed. <laughs> what yeah, a world. Worked. She's so not dead. Just in our 
our games recorded and not. This is what the now fifth disintegrate that Jessica's characters have survived? Or yeah, seven? Uh, I don't know, a lot. Fifth, including the one she saved on, I think. I, I mm -hmm. think she only failed them twice. Either way, I mean that her characters have survived. Disintegrate yes, and I have a special relationship. Masika has a move action remaining. I mean, I'm gonna stay where I am. I'm blind. I can't see anything. Holster. I, mean, I, I, I would recommend making a way, to, making your way out the door. All right. What the heck is this out thing? What door? <laughs> yeah, she can't see. She'd have to oh, go through the right. devil. Not you want to know what's worse than your regular touch AC? Your blind touch AC. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay. What are these things? You may make and the points. On the plus side, uh, all of you have noticed that you haven't had to make more fortitude saves against their blindness effect. Thank goodness. Maybe it's as your day. recently healed eyes have adjusted to the blinding light. All right, Hollis rolls a 19, apparently, for a 30, a 42 on my knowledge of plan. That's kind 42. of her actual specialty. You'll get four questions about these creatures. What the heck is that mark on all my friends? These, <laughs> these are creatures known as shining children. Oh. These creatures of burning light and strange geometry, shining children are a terror to behold. Beyond the flares of energy that constantly burst from their forms, particularly in beam-like gouts from their eyes and mouths, the creatures are vaguely humanoid with strange hands that each bear four fingers. They're occasionally summoned by powerful wizards in search of rare arcane knowledge. The shining children who disdain individual names communicate via telepathy, a psychic roar like metal tearing that sometimes resolves into strained and raspy words. <laughs> Though they harbor many secrets, their greatest secret may be their own origin. And numerous theories abound, the shining children beings from another dimension, avatars of a dying star grown sentient, uh, creatures of light battling living darkness at the edge of reality, etc. You may ask four questions plane. pertaining towards the Shining Child. All right. Question one. Special attacks. Special attacks. Where to begin? Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll count all of those as special attacks. Uh, uh, technically, yeah, I'll go ahead and count it because it is offensive. Uh, first off, they possess a blinding aura. Hmm. They radiate a 60-foot radius aura of blinding light as a free action. Uh, any creatures within the area must succeed on a fortitude saver be permanently blinded. Hmm. Uh, a creature that successfully saves cannot be affected again by the same shining child's aura for 24 hours. In addition to that, they possess uh, their touches do fire damage and also burning touch. Uh, when they touch a creature, it corrupts the positive energy within a living creature into an actual burning light, burning them with, with the living energy that sustains them. Uh, for oh, the five right. rounds following a successful touch attack by a Shining Child, the target takes an additional 2d6 points of fire damage. Uh, the light right. can only be extinguished by casting darkness or deeper darkness on the target, or by entering an area of natural darkness, not counting the light from the burning target. And guess what? There isn't in this place any natural darkness, except Correct. if we go down the hole. Uh, at pertinent, it is a supernatural ability, which means it also cannot be dispelled. Mm. In addition but that's to just this, regular fire damage, right? It's regular fire damage. In addition to this, they possess Searing Ray. That's the child's primary form of attack is a ray of searing light. It has a range of 120 feet and deals double damage to undead creatures. Uh, it is only... approximately the damage of a fireball from a maximum spellcaster every time it hits. Yeah. Great. Okay. Great. In addition to this, they possess spellic abilities. Knowing what their spellic abilities is, is a separate question. Maybe. Special defenses. I was going to say defenses first for sure. Special defenses. They have immunity to blindness, fire, and poison. They are also resistant to cold and sonic. What was that thing that threw my spell back at me? Is that your specific question? I guess that's a oh spell-like ability. Gosh. So I'm going to ask spell-like abilities. Spell-like abilities. Uh, at will, they are able to greater teleport. Uh, they're also able to cast light and major image. Thrice per day, they can cast greater dispel magic, uh, mirage arcana, Rainbow Whoa. Pattern, Spell Turning, Sunbeam, and Wall of Force. Once Wall per day, they force. can cast Scintillizing mm -hmm. Pattern, Screen, and Symbol of Insanity. Whoa! So each okay. one one time per day, or one yes. of those one each time per day? Each one of them no, one no, time no. per day. Each of them one time per day. So you are you're basically aware at this point, uh, even without a... Uh, what do you get taking 10 on a spellcraft? I know you're in combat, but... I mean, at 33. Yeah. Uh, you're aware of what happened to you was the spell Spell Turning. It sense. appears that it had already cast that on itself. It can also cast that on itself twice more today. 
Holy And it just cow. turns one spell and then it's gone, right? Or is it a thing that lasts for multiple rounds? It turns only spells that have them as the target. So, for instance, if you had an area effect, it won't turn. It has to be a targeted spell. Uh, in addition, sorry, semantics sometimes, and this is always a problem with first edition Pathfinder. It fails to stop touch range spells, not range touch spells. Ah, yeah, if you touch it. So, yes. So if you go forward and touch it, it will. It uh, does not spell turn. So but if you hit it with a ray, harm, it will reflect. But a ray will turn. It blocks between 7 to 10 spell levels affected by the turning, and then once you hit it with something, it then reduces from the total number it can turn. So, in essence, you hit it with so a 6-level spell. the highest could be 10. The highest could be 10, at which point it would still be able to block a 4th-level spell. Okay. All right. You have one question remaining. Special qualities. Yeah, I would say really it's special qualities other than the fact that, uh, well, it has um, radiant armor where it gains an AC bonus at to a, as a deflection bonus equal to its charisma bonus. This bonus is negated if this shining child is in an area of an effect with a spell of the darkness descriptor that is at least third level. Wish I had that. Do not. Uh, right. In addition to that, you know <clears throat> that they have a 50-foot perfect fly and 120 feet of dark vision. Wow. Okay, Hollis is uh, going to say a bunch of that stuff, specifically to her fellow spellcaster. <laughs> Um, that was a lot of stuff. I'm not going to remember it all. Um, pull her rod of quicken for the final time today. Cast resist energy communal. So everybody will get fire resistance 30. Yay. Real quick. And then, yeah. Resist energy communal is still touch. Oh. You can divide mm. it amongst you and other creatures touched. Hollis is going to move to stand behind Citra. Okay. And she'll just use regular resist energy on Citra for fire. Okay. So that's 30. 30. Uh, and that's with my quicken rod. And then I'll cast Dismissal on the one I can see. It's a fifth level spell. The one that you hit with the Disintegrate. Yep, that, that guy. That right. a-hole. It's a fifth level spell. He should not have the levels to bounce it back. Even if he did, it wouldn't matter. But All right. I think it's a will save. If he failed, that would be so nice right now. You get a 21. He fails! <laughs> You All right, I'm going to need you to scatter. Get out of here. Get. Gesture forward with a hand. There is a flash of light from in front of you and this peeling sound like metallic thunder before there's no fanfare fair or anything. There's just a poof and then a whoosh of air filling the displaced, now empty spot. I rolled a 61 on the percentile, so he doesn't go home. Oh, ouch. He's somebody else's problem now, though. That's the important part. Yeah, I don't care where he went. Shooting ray beams in heaven. All right, that's one. They like bright lights up there. Citra Nahamra. Citra is going to acrobatics down the hallway to maneuver behind the other screaming child thing. Okay. Did you Um, cast Banishment, Jess? Sorry, I was missing another spell. Okay. So I was about to say Banishment can get both of them. Yeah, I don't have Banishment. Or I don't have it prepared. (laughs) You guys fight so many outsiders. Well, that's why Dismissal's always hanging out here. (laughs) You've almost been fighting more outsiders than undead recently. It's true. So I rolled a 17, which gets me a 44 to maneuver. I'm going to do a maneuver into the the flank. Very well. Keep in mind, it is still 10 feet up, I think. Citra, you spring forward. Well, you can still flank someone as long as they're within your reach and you're on opposite sides from another individual threatening them. You don't have to be on the same plane. Okay, that's good. Citra, you spring forward, rush out. Uh, Again, there's light blazing from your shoulder, although you don't feel the heat anymore as it cannot do enough damage to get through the 30 fire resistance. Oh, good! <laughs> Citra, you spring around into the flank, tumbling past the creature. It does not attack you. Or it attempts to, but you slide oh, okay. under You slide under its kick as it tries to lash out at you. All right. But I can't seem to hit it. I rolled a two for a 19. Ow. But I'm giving you the flank, so. It's true. It's true. A 19 will not strike your target. I know. It's going to make us hurt now. Yeah. It brings us to Hope. the Shining Child. Hoping it hits you. I haven't hit it yet. I think all I did was scare it. <laughs> uh, he's already kicked you and is burning, but how intelligent are you? Extremely intelligent. Oh, awesome. I thought you were Uh-oh. asking me for a second there. It's I was smart. like, I'm pretty smart. <laughs> all right. So it also gets a 38 to identify on its spellcraft to identify what Hollis just cast on Citra. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So that's not going to be useful. And then Sudi's there. Uh, It's going to take a five-foot step. 
basically a I will float. step up. Oh, dang it. Wait, I can't step up. It wasn't it wasn't face to face with me. Never mind. It will then provoke an attack of opportunity from Citra as it extends a hand and blasts a ray of searing heat towards Sudi. Okay, uh, I rolled a 14 that time for a, a 31. A 31 will strike your target as you lash out, leaping up and stabbing out at this thing's vulnerable Achilles heel. All right, so that is nine points of regular and one point of electricity. Still, you cut into it. Uh, the first physical injury to any of these things as you Yay. lash out and slice into it. A bolt of searing heat streaks across the distance at Sudi with a 35 to hit Sudi's touch AC. Why, yes. Yes, that will touch me. They're very accurate. Come on, garbage rolls. He rolls them conveniently so that his tray hides the number. Uh, it's also perfectly average with 31 points of fire damage as it slices into Ow. you. It's like a fireball that you can't reflex save from. Yep. Hate it. All right, I'm coming for you next. Just let me touch you. Sudikantar. I mean, that's not going to be a problem. One sec, I have to figure out how dead I am here real quick. One second. Um, so that Love is... That's not going to be a problem as one massive Sudi thigh slams into the, like, steps in front of the hallway. <laughs> ah! Man, you've okay. been working on your quads, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sudi's going to take a five-foot step, uh, use a swift action to, sw to switch into pummeling style, and I'm going to Floria blows this thing. Uh, real quick, before you do, you take seven points of fire damage from that burning inner light. Owie. So much fire damage. I'm uh, I'm hurting a lot. Please save me. Um, okay, so I'm going to Flurry Blows this guy. Here we go. Uh, that is a six for a 27, because I'm not flanking. 27 will not strike your target. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. You're not flanking? No. no. It's, uh, it's like right next to Citra, yeah. Oh. So that is a 15, which is a 34. A 34 will strike your target. Okie dokie. Minimum damage, which is 12 points of damage. You know what? I'll reposition it back into the flank, though. Yeah, that's a good idea. I need I'm that. It's no, a no, free sir. action. I might as well try that. I just like the idea of you being like, no, no, back into this area. Thank you. Um, okay, so reposition. So I make a combat maneuver. I have improved, so he doesn't get to do anything about provoking. Not that he might even be able to anyway. Anyway, whatever. Yep. So I roll an 11. That gets me a uh, 30 to reposition him between me and Citra. A30 will not succeed. No! Dang, this guy. This guy is a problem. It's a problem child. All right, anyway, I'm gonna continue <laughs> my attack. That is a 10 for a 26. A 10 for a 26 will not strike a target. Yep, all right, well, this last one's going for broke. Perfect 20, so I hit. Perfect 20 will automatically Threat. hit. Threat, roll to confirm. Uh. 14 for a 25 won't, won't confirm. That will not confirm. Hey, you know what? I hit him, though. I'll take that. Come on, not min damage. It wasn't min damage. Uh, so that is 19 points of um, bludgeoning damage. 19? Yep. Still a solid hit as your fist impacts. You pull away with you know the searing sensation across the back of your hand. Mechanically, they don't do fire damage or anything to you when you Thankfully. hit them. But they are basically made of fire. So. Yay for me. Or they're more or less made of positive energy that burns so hot that it's fire. They're weird creatures. I mean, it's pre it'd be pretty rad if they were on our side, but they're not. I fought these things before, but I don't remember which AP it was. Uh, this group didn't trigger them, but they you can encounter them when you're exploring the library under the... Oh. Whoa. Maybe that's where I remember them for. Oh. Just one, though. That would be nice. If it was just one, we'd already be done. Masika of the Beckon. All right, Narmer, um, can I, is this thing within, uh, let's see. I I cannot see it. I don't shink. Well, we need to be able to see it, I think. Uh, you're okay. going to have to come toward me. Come to my voice. <laughs> okay. So you need to turn 22.5 degrees clockwise. And then turns. walk forward. She walks forward. 1.524 meters. Uh -huh. Almost flattens herself against the wall. And then turn the remaining 22.5 degrees. Okay. And then walk forward three meters. All right. Oh, there he is. Uh, you're still only moving half speed, which you can do while blinded without having to make an acrobatics check. 
Alright. Um, do I'm not gonna... put her in danger. You wanna get you wanna heal me? Cause I I can't. Am... Okay. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I, I use am... my only other heal spell and the next thing down I have is like a cure moderate. <laughs> That's a problem because I'm at half health, so Well I mean yeah. I think a moderate's better than nothing. Okay, well Sheen, I said that doesn't work. Uh he is four point five seven two meters ahead of you. Uh at a twenty two point five degree angle counterclockwise. Because technically speaking, call lightning is an area effect and not a single target <laughs> spell. All right. Narmer fact. I'm going to blast it with the call lightning. It wasn't It's almost like I have spellcraft. It is not. It is not. It's not. And it doesn't have a resistance to electricity. It actually has no either. resistance or yeah, anything. Yeah, that's the one element so. that it, you can actually do some damage to it with. All right. So uh, acid also, micro- it's not resistant to. Oh, it wasn't not? I thought it was. Oh. No, it's resistant to cold, which is kind of surprising for a fire to make a thing. reflex save. He will attempt a reflex save. Hollis he will get a natural watches. one on that reflex save. Yay! <laughs> Kill it. Kill it with lightning. So yeah, Sudi, there's a sound of thunder from behind you before a lightning bolt zigzags and wiggles um, its way down the hallway really before well striking this thing. I roll really well and do 14 points of damage. A solid nice. hit. Yep, just kind of arcs its way in here and strikes him. From Masika, we go to Hollis Starkweather. All right, good job, good job. Hollis is going to sneak her way past uh, Masika to the other side of Sudi. Okay. Uh, she's going to tap Sudi and cast Resist Energy Communal on herself and Sudi. Okay. Get Yay. 30 fire resistance. Okay. And that's my turn. I hurt slightly right. less now. That should help. I mean, it can't restore anything, but it'll keep you from taking more, hopefully. Oh, that thought it feels better. My chest has stopped hurting. Hmm. Citra Nahamra. Get it. Citra would like to slide five feet over and move into the flank. All right. And then I would like to two weapon fight. Okay. Kill it. Let's see if I can't get this, this thing. This thing's AC is hecka high, but kill it. You, All don't, right. you don't want it to get another turn. You really I, don't. I really, really don't because I know that Sudi's at half health. I'm at less than half health. <laughs> yep. We're in trouble. <laughs> so Citra rolled a 16 for a 33. 33 will strike your flank target. That's a good amount. Sneak attack. Get it. Is a 16 a threat for you? A 16 is a threat for me. Yay. Yay. Crit it. All right. Uh, well, and that was uh, actually plus two because of the flank as well. Um, so 17 plus 11 is a 28 plus two for the flank is a 30. A 30 will confirm your critical hit as Yay! you dive to the attack. Okay. Who are you going to befuddle it? Please drop its AC so I can kill it. <laughs> Maybe it'll be dead. That's the ideal state. This is yes. the first attack, guys. Give me a little time. Right, so it's the third time it's been hit. Mm. They can't have great everything, right? It's having great a lot of stuff just because of dice luck. All right. That's um, the fourth time it's been hit because it just got hit by lightning. That would be 48 points of damage. Nice. He's not dead, but he definitely is hurting. Okay. As there is a horrific metallic scream in your head. Uh, I am going to go ahead and lower. You know, it's been pretty hard to hit. It's got a pretty hard armor class, so I'm going to lower its armor class. So minus two to the group, minus uh, six for me. Uh, which means this is probably also going to be very good. I rolled an 18, uh, which gets me a uh, 28. 28 hits. Plus the Double flight. critical. Which is also which... another crit. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, threat. threat. And that Get would it. be a... Um, Citra mad. Uh, 15, so that's a 25 plus 2 is a 27, and he's got minus 6. 27 will concer- confirm against his AC <laughs> minus 6. Citra gotta defend her peeps. You don't want to anger Citra by setting everybody on fire. <laughs> Say that's a lot of damage. This is where we find out this thing not only is hitting our touch AC, it has 250 hit points. <laughs> well, I mean, a rogue, a rogue sneak attacking twice is basically the equivalent of getting disintegrated. So, so pretty much, nice. yeah. Wow. So funny enough, different dice numbers, but equated to another 48 points of damage. Wow. Oh. Dang. He's still standing, or floating uh, in this case, as you continue. plunge your other weapon into him. Okay. <laughs> yes, do it! I rolled a 15. For trip, crit, trip, crit, trip, crit, trip, crit, trip, crit, trip, I like that, trip, crit. A 30 is a hit, threat, roll to confirm. Trip, trip, crit, trip, crit, trip. No! You guys ruined it. That no! was a 2 for a 17, 19 oh. with the... 
I didn't ruin it. I wasn't cheering. It was exciting. Heather never believed no. in you Unless like the Jess and I six did. gets me the third one. No, I know how not to that jinx not dice roll. Confirm. Oh, uh, but it's still a hit, which means All sneak right, attack, so which that's... means death. It does death. I'm a little sad. I had such a cool plan in store for me. <laughs> Rick's like, you're just ruining all my plans to mess Good, with you. Good, ruin his plans. He made me disintegrate myself. <laughs> that, to be fair, that alone paid for just having these monsters in this. Oh, no, that was 100% worth it. I was oh, very worried at the time. No wonder it took them eight rounds to get up here. They were prepping. Oh. oh, no, they already prepped that on the other side of the wall of force that they were hiding behind before they dropped it to levitate down to fight you guys. Mm-hmm. Lame. Rude. So... Even though I did not crit, that's 39 points of damage. Wowzers. <laughs> that is enough to finish <laughs> the Shining Child. I'll go ahead and throw this out there because I probably won't remember by the after party. The uh, Considering he goes next, immediately before, he would have taken a five-foot step and put a wall of force blocking the rest of the party off from Citra. Oh! Uh, which was my next step. That would have been awful. I had a dimension door. Apparently, I just am. <laughs> Why not dispel? Prep dispel. I also have two dispel magic, so I could have dispelled Citra, as well. your blade plunges into the back of this thing as you, you're in essence left up, have just climbed up it with your knives <laughs> before <laughs> dragging it down so to rad. the ground sneak, as sneak. it hits the ground, lets out this pathetic squealing sound like a unoiled piston before falling still as it skated here, and therefore it actually is here and now is dead. Uh-oh. Well, you know what? I imagine you all stand quietly for a moment. Narmer, is it gone? It's gone. We're okay. I'm going to say maybe Hollis the first to notice as her light plays around Sudi's magnificent thigh. It's four times as big as a buff guy. Down the length of the corridor, back towards the turn, back towards where you know the golems are. You don't hear them coming. Okay, I was like, no! I was like, no, peace out! As the lantern light from this onk washes over the wall, which dapples where the light touches it and disappears, revealing instead in its place an entire side passage that you never went down. Whoa! Secret passage. Secret passage. Can I oh, cast yeah. break enchantment to get rid of my blindness <laughs> yes, before yes, we wow. fade to black, please? Yeah, well. you can see now. You have Dang. this dramatic revelation. Everyone goes. <gasps> oh, it takes me a full minute to cast. <laughs> okay, one it's minute later, Masika goes. <laughs> one minute later, Masika also goes. As everyone else has been holding the pose for a minute. <laughs> da, 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 da. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mummy's Mask is copyright 2014. Mummy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.